0: Coming up next on The Voice of Alabama Politics, we're taping from home. Also, the V Team takes a look at facts of COVID-19. And some people just aren't taking this disease seriously.
1: Uh, Hi,
0: Barb. Wake up, goobers! All this and much, much more coming up next on the V. of Alabama politics, where we tackle the tough issues so you have the hard facts. I'm your host, Bill Britt, and today I'm home with my beautiful wife and partner, Susan.
1: Hey, how are you?
0: Good. I mean, we're coming to folks today from beautiful, well, right outside beautiful downtown Atala. Yes, we are. On our family farm, a place we love dearly. We are doing our best to do what everyone should be doing, social distancing, to keep each other safe. Susan, we always start the show with, we tackle the tough issues, so you have the hard facts. And a lot of hard facts are facing us right now. The numbers are increasing exponentially in the state, and it just keeps getting more and more. But let's go through the numbers as we know them Friday afternoon.
1: Uh, As of Friday afternoon, we're we're nearing 600 cases. You know, uh, Dr. Harris is saying that about eight to 9% of those are being hospitalized and about half of those are on an ICU. Not necessarily on ventilators, but in ICU. The scary thing, the staggering thing is we're increasing these numbers 40 to 50 a day right yeah, now. Yeah. And what the, what the reality of that is, is it's taking so long to first get the tests right. and then get the results from the test. Right. That's why they're stacking up pretty quickly.
0: And again, this is why we have to social distance so that we flatten the curve so that our hospitals are not overwhelmed. I mean, currently the hot spots are Jefferson County, Madison County, Mobile County, Tuscaloosa, and Lee County.
1: Right, but right. But
0: it would be easier to list the counties not affected it, right it, now.
1: Initially, it started out in those hot spots, especially Jefferson and Lee, but now I, I, there are fewer that don't have the cases, and I think one of the reasons is because these are in the rural areas, they're in the Wiregrass, they're right. in the Black Belt, and those people don't have as much access to the testing right now.
0: And again, only test if you have the symptoms. Contact your physician if you don't have one. You Call Doc of the Box and tell them what's going on with you.
1: Also the PH also has a hotline that you can call, and right. it's listed on their website at right. the Alabama Department of Health.
0: Right. Um, One of the things that has been of concern, and we've talked to several people who work in the emergency rooms Mm -hmm. around the state, and we've heard from doctors and nurses and technicians, and while our ERs are not overrun yet, they are very concerned that they will be overrun and that they will run out of supplies. Masks, we already know, are in short supply. Gloves are in short supply. Mm-hmm. Uh, just personal protective equipment mm-hmm. that doctors and nurses need to keep themselves safe are in short supply. Now, we know that the federal government has made some efforts to get things to us. And, but the thing is, uh, President Trump has said, for the most part, states are on their own, mm-hmm. and Alabama cannot compete with bigger states for big ticket items like ventilators mm-hmm. and things like that.
1: Yes, they can't. And you have to understand now, when we're talking about this PPE equipment for these healthcare providers, it's also so that they don't get COVID-19 and pass it on to other patients that don't have it. Right. This is very essential. I mean, at, at, some, at some hospitals right now, they're having to actually reuse, reuse, recycle what they're doing. I know they're doing it very cautiously, but it's putting, you know, we've got healthcare workers out there that are working long shifts right now. Most of them are under 40 because they're not having people right. over 50. And so if, if there's anything we can do to relieve their stress, please help. Yeah. Now, and also I know that there are some of you out there that are doing homemade masks for healthcare workers. I, I appreciate your effort, but they're actually not up to code. They need a respirator and it'll be able to be effective.
0: Anyway, it, it's, it's a very trying time for our health care workers. I mean, I spoke with one woman who, who said, I've dedicated my life to taking care of patients and I will be here on the front line." Mm -hmm. She said, but I don't feel like we're getting all the backup Mm -hmm. we need, but we're feeling that throughout the nation and Alabamians have to come together and think how we can help each other. And that is the encouraging news, which we'll talk about in a few minutes. One of the other things that is going on around here is uh, Governor Ivy announced that while we are not going to shelter in place, as uh, many cities in the state have done, including Birmingham and Tuscaloosa, she has done a statewide list of businesses or entities that should be closed. Right, Susan? She
1: has, oh, we're talking about anything where people are in close proximity, uh, nail salons, barber shops, gyms, theaters, concert venues, uh, anything of that nature. She did mention that gun stores will not be closed. That was, that was a question that was brought out. But anything where you're going to be in close proximity to someone or be touching them, uh, department stores, furniture stores, anything where you're going to be in close proximity, including spas or massage, any anything yeah. like that, has, yeah. has officially been closed and until the, April
0: 17th. April 17th. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing is, and this is kind of, not crazy, but nationwide, the two big selling items are firearms and water. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if people are expecting the taps to go off, but the water's running fine. Water's right now, running fine. But as one guy told us, he said, "Don't tell my wife that we don't need more firearms because I need to buy them." <laughs> because <laughs> it's one of his favorite hobbies, and he knows who knows he is. And uh, they say if you, you know, if you want to go golfing, as long as you stay six feet apart, right. uh, state uh, parks
1: are fine. State parks are so open. Just maintain your distance. Yeah. But any playgrounds or anything like that, uh, please you know avoid those and one of the things that, that I, uh, Governor Ivey said is if you're going to stay at home don't invite your friends over Yeah. alright that's the don't have a playmates of your children over same thing, It's it, that too can spread the infection. Yeah this is
0: not well we might all want to party this is not the time to party this is a time to stay in and, and you look online uh, there's a lot of apps where your kids can watch uh, television with mm-hmm. their friends if you have broadband mm-hmm. uh, there are some other apps that that you can use to connect with your friends not just watch TV but play games and right. do things like mm-hmm. that so it's not totally hopeless but we're gonna get into some more things that are necessary that we all do to stay safe you're watching the V the voice of Alabama politics we'll be right back from <laughs> outside a beautiful downtown Italian <laughs> Doing today? Um, play the game. Thought I'd go out for a drive later, maybe. Text some friends while I'm doing it. Scroll through social media. Kill a family four and a half on collision. Cool, man. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. A lot can change in five years, except those smile lines you treated with Belafil. Because that's about how long Belafil will keep them smooth and filled, five years. Now you can always look your best without all those injections, appointments, and costs. Bellafill is the only dermal filler that stimulates and maintains collagen growth long term. Now time is on your side. Welcome back to The V, the voice of Alabama politics. Susan, <coughs> we both all got all dressed up today.
1: Well, we kind of got caught at home without any clothes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this is what we look like on the farm, folks. Yeah, we didn't expect to be here, but you know, just for the peace and safety of all our crew and our loved ones, we decided to self-quarantine. We did, yeah. we did.
1: We did about a couple of weeks ago, actually.
0: Yeah, yeah. but it's uh, been nice. Uh, of course, we stayed busy, our team over AVR Ooh. is just working and, non-stop. You know, and y'all
1: that don't have to do anything, to enjoy your couch. I mean, these guys have been pumping yeah, it out right. daily to try to keep everybody informed of everything that's done.
0: 20 or 25 stories a day, yep. all day long. They're on top of it,
1: and on Saturdays and Sundays, too. So, I mean, they they haven't given up. Yeah. I think Chip's taking four-hour four, four hours sleep breaks here and there, yeah. but so that's about if it. if
0: you uh, want to stay tuned to everything that's uh, COVID virus and uh, stay up-to-date on that, uh, go to Alabama. Political reporter. That's alreporter.com. Susan, uh, they have closed uh, the schools, mm-hmm. all the schools. Uh, the year is over, and sort of, you know, kids are going hallelujah. Mama's going, oh my god. <laughs> Dads are sitting in the in the car, yeah, waiting for it to all to end, right? Right. So, but there's not a lot of guidance on how. They're going to be educated. So they are going to continue
1: boy. starting back this uh, starting right there in April. I forget it's the April 9th, I think. But anyway, it they are going to continue with the school year with the children at home. Right. Uh, we're not sure. There's telecommuting, of course, for those with internet access. But right. With lack of broadband, I'm not sure how that's going to work. Right. But we'll just. I guess we'll see in the next few weeks how it's going to work
0: out. You know, Senator Clay Schofield has sponsored a broadband rural broadband bill. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a very important bill. Right now, we're seeing with the need for telemedicine, the need for schooling, mm-hmm. the need for people to carry out their work from home, uh, is just not available in certain rural communities. I mean, we didn't get broadband here until just a few years ago. I no, mean, we was, didn't. So it is a problem across the state and one that the state needs to move move quickly to address if possible,
1: and it needs to be affordable. Yeah. Not all these people that right now that don't have broadband can necessarily right. afford a, 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 a expensive broadband bill. So yeah. you know we need to keep that in mind as well.
0: Well, and, and Alabama Power, Spire, Gas, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. a lot of folks are uh, foregoing payments right now if people can't pay and mm-hmm. not and charging they, and late And they're spending fees.
1: late fees. Yeah. yeah.
0: So that's all good. There is there was a record joblessness uh, uh, claims this week. Uh, more than 40,000 Alabamians made jobless claims Mm -hmm. in hopes of getting a, uh, a unemployment check. Correct. Uh, Governor Ivey has said is they're going to make those quickly available. Mm -hmm. But the lines, where you call or where you go on the internet, they just are slammed.
1: They're slammed. They're absolutely slammed. We've only got so many employees that are handling this. Just please be patient. Keep trying. Whether you're trying over the telephone or you're trying over the internet, you know, just be be vigilant and keep trying.
0: You know, we've been particularly fortunate. uh, You know, our our show and the uh, website is all advertising based. Our advertisers have stayed with us, and we're very thankful for them doing so. But a lot of people have not been as fortunate. And well, I want to have one
1: thing in on unemployment before we move on. are um, right uh,
0: But you just jump right in. I'm this.
1: sorry. You know I do that in my yeah, wife, right? Now, Governor Ivey said in her press conference this last Friday that the legislature, uh, Speaker McCutcheon has said the legislature is going to look at moving unemployment from 14 weeks back to 26 well, in, this, I, in this crisis. I
0: think the federal package is, addresses mm-hmm. a lot of that, and people are going to get checks. But what I was going to say uh, briefly about the jobless rate, if people are fortunate enough, like us, and we're not wealthy folks, but if you're fortunate enough, I mean, we have some people that do yard work once in a while, they do housework once in a while, they do handiwork once Mm -hmm. in a while, and anything we can find for them to do that's outside of the house, if they want to work, we're gonna keep them working. We're gonna keep paying them. Mm -hmm. I mean, one woman that we know is, you know, lost her job in a daycare center. Mm-hmm. And uh, so right now she's doing things for us that don't, that, you know, usually don't get done. And
1: we have people that work for us that do things in the house and whatever. They're not working for us in the house right now, but we're still continuing to pay yeah. them because they are gonna be in a crisis
0: yeah. as well. Again, we are blessed in the fact that we're not wealthy, but we our, our advertisers have stayed faithful, so <coughs> we haven't seen a dip in our income uh but a lot of people will not be that fortunate one of the things susan that people can do while they're home is fill out your census you can do it by phone you can do it uh on the internet but filling out the census is very very important because that's how we get representation in the u.s congress our our, you know our our representatives based on that that's also how we reapportion, you know, how we draw districting lines. For voting. This is for voting purposes. mm -hmm. Uh, It is also how uh, we get money from the federal government. I mean, the last census that Alabama participated in, uh, we were able to get some $675 billion from the federal government based on our census numbers. Right. Because these
1: are based on the number of citizens that you have in
0: our area. And an emergency situation like this, a lot of resources and things <laughs> like that are allocated. That's not a dry cough. It is not a, a not dry cough. It's my okay. allergies, thank We'll you. worry about that. Anyway, emergency responses as well. Uh, but those are things, Susan, that I think everybody's thinking about right now, but the census is not something that people are thinking about. And it's very important that we get it filled out. Again, you can go to, uh, it's my census. My sense is 2020.gov, I think it is. I lost my notes, but that's unusual. Uh, But it is important that we get that done. All right, well, that's a little bit more. We'll be right back and take a look at some of the people that are making a difference in a time of crisis.
1: opportunity for your success. Adding half a million highly skilled employees to our workforce by 2025 is how we stay ahead in Alabama. Our economy is stronger than it's been in years, and a skilled workforce
0: is more important than ever. Things move fast, so choose your path. Your success is waiting, plus a great
1: future for Alabama. Success Plus. Go for it!
0: What are you doing today,
1: babe? I thought I'd head down to the lake with the guys, do a little fishing. Of course, none of us be wearing our seat belts. I'll lose control of the truck, wrap it around a tree, and kill us all.
0: Okay. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. The Energy Institute of Alabama promotes reliable, affordable, and clean energy to help grow our economy, create high-paying jobs, and build public support for Alabama's energy industry. The Energy Institute of Alabama is the best source of energy industry information and how it affects households across the state, from convenient energy production to alternative fuels to solar power and beyond. Welcome back to The V, the voice of Alabama politics. Susan, the uh, Senate announced that it will be coming back in on Tuesday, March 31st, to take care of one thing, basically, and that is to postpone the 15th legislative day, that will be the next one, Mm -hmm. until April 28th.
1: Correct. Uh, They have to do this procedurally because this is the way the rules work in the chambers. There has to be specific Um, procedures taken in order for it not to invalidate the session so this is one of them they are however going to only be uh, present for roll call then they're going to go back to their Senate chambers and stay in there until it's time for a vote and then uh, I'm not sure how they're going to receive it there there is taking the six-foot distance very seriously there should be no handshaking only greeting from six-foot distance that's it
0: Well, that's gonna be quite different for a politician to try to to do that. But again, they also tell members that are in danger or that are threatened by this virus to stay home. Uh, The members that they're looking to get a quorum, there will be an address from uh, Senate President Tim Marsh. Mm -hmm. there'll be one from Majority Leader uh, Greg Reed, and there will be one from uh, Minority Leader Bobby Singleton, but this is primarily a procedural motion it looks to me and they could have they could do this that they will come in and vote on the budgets Mm -hmm. the education trust fund budget on april 28th on on april 28th and again they can do the uh general fund budget Mm -hmm. this looks to be the plan right we don't know for certain if this is the plan Uh,
1: That's the only thing they're constitutionally required to do for all of sessions to pass those two budgets so as long as they get those done then the session can end.
0: There will be a lot of bills probably some thousand that will never see the light of day some important things that needed to be done that will not be done but this is the world we live in. We live in a world where there's uncertainty and so in uncertain times People have to take measures, and this is, uh, they're doing their job, and that's what they get paid to do, Mm -hmm. but uh, we hope that none of them get sick.
1: They can work out all the quirks and the budgets on the phone. Right. They don't need to get together together in person and and do all those dramatics. They can do all that by phone from their own homes.
0: They have to vote in person, and I don't know about the meetings, though. See, they can't have these big meetings without people knowing about it. This is true. It's going to be
1: a bit of a challenge. Yeah,
0: it's going to be a challenge. We'll see how they handle it there are some heroes of the hour there are there's some great stories out there Mm -hmm. i mean you 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 see the grocery delivery people that we use uh, a grocery delivery service they come here they're very cheerful they're doing their job they stay the safe distance Mm -hmm. away they leave it on the porch we see pharmacy deliveries across the state. Mm-hmm. The pharmacies are staying open. They're working overtime. You know, we've heard from all our pharmacies that they are there, they're open, they're forced. You think about the doctors and the nurses, the fire oh and, the, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the rescue, the EMT, and the right. police officers. These are people that are used to being on the front line.
1: They are, but they're even more in demand right now. And they they're really, really stepping up and working really hard. They, Let's they really not forget, are. you know, the truck drivers and some of these people are getting our produce to market, Uh, the people that are in the grocery stores that are clerking or the butcher that's cutting your meat behind the counter. Just remember, all these people are working overtime and risking their own lives. Yeah, the
0: UPS guy has dropped by three times this week and he drops it off of the back porch and goes, hi, Mr. Britt, bye, Mr. (laughs) Britt, stay safe. But he's doing his job and there are millions of hardworking Americans that are out there putting themselves on the line. I mean, think about a custodian in the hospital yeah, right now. Exactly. They're doing their job to keep everyone safe. Not a, a not a glorious job, but a needful job. But I did want to remember uh, Jim Eddins. Uh, he has Break Perdido Vineyards. Uh, they make muscadine wine mm-hmm. and, and, and vinegar from right. grapes and fruit vinegar and everything. Well, Jim is a former U.S. Marine, if there's such a thing. I don't know if you can ever leave the Marine I don't Marine think court. you ever no. really do. But he uh, was a colonel, and he's been fighting all his life. And when he saw this crisis come up, uh, Jim retooled his organization yeah. so that they can make hand sanitizer. He
1: did. They retooled all the way they, they make wine into being able to make the hand sanitizers right. so they're safe. And I think he's got what, 60 plus gallons of it now?
0: Yeah, you know, there's just one problem. They can produce a lot of hand sanitizers, mm-hmm. A lot of gallons of hand sanitizers. What they can't get Jugs.
1: Milk Jugs.
0: They're sold milk out milk of jugs. jugs. They can't find They can't source jugs.
1: them anywhere. Right. They're looking for them. So if you guys know of anybody, contact us. Yeah. I will a guy yeah. to pass the well, information over to you know, it's
0: them. easy enough to find Perdido Vineyards. That's true. Uh, they're great folks down there, and, and Jim is a hard-working fellow. But, you know, we've got about 30 seconds, Susan. And one of the things, we're going to have to rebuild Alabama mm-hmm. after this is over. It's not going to be the same. The budgets are going to be crushed. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of things. But what we need is our politicians from the center right and the center left to get together and answer these problems and sideline the left crazies and the right crazies. The extremity right now has got to go. Has no place at the table.
1: We've got to sit down and work together. I mean, Kayabi said this week, what she's calling all of this as, as we go into it is Together Alabama. Now, when we get out of this, we've got to do the same. It's got That's to be right. Together Alabama.
0: All right, well, I have a special message for you right after this.
1: With coronavirus spreading, people at higher risk must take extra precautions. You are at higher risk if you're over 65, or if you have an underlying medical condition like heart disease, chronic lung disease, diabetes, or if your immune system is compromised for any reason. If you're at higher risk, stay six feet or two arm lengths away from others. Better yet, stay home if you can. The choices you make are critical. Please visit coronavirus.gov for more information.
0: Doctors and scientists seem to indicate that we are closer to the beginning of the COVID-19 calamity than the middle or the end. But even in times of human crisis, hope isn't dead, but remains a vital thread in the fabric we know as the human spirit. In his eighth State of the Union Address in 1941, President Franklin D. Roosevelt said, we have always held to the hope, the belief, the conviction that there is a better life, a better world beyond the horizon. This is the message that FDR relayed to the people before the nation went to war. Across the nation and here at home, everyone's lives are being disrupted on a daily basis. Worry, doubt, fear is everywhere. As minute by minute, bad news rolls in like an Alabama spring deluge. But as Alexander Pope wrote, hope, springs eternal. Hope is, of course, the belief that no matter how dark the night, things will get better. For people of faith it is the belief that through prayer and trust that their future will be protected by God. But hope is also secular and universal and serves as a lighthouse in a stormy sea that reminds us that we will arrive home safely. Governments will fail us, institutions will fail us, but there is always hope. In Alabama, though separated physically, we should remain together in our fellowship of hope. So for me and Susan and all of us at The V, remain safe, have courage, and most of all, have hope. Thank you for watching The V. You watch us because we watch them.